Welcome to the podcast, Low Code High Impact, brought to you by Caspio. I'm your host, Paul Quirk, Vice President of Customer Success at Caspio. In this episode, we'll be talking to Tim Briggs, Executive Director of Continuous Improvement at National Coatings and Supplies, a national paint distributor, where he'll share how they leverage Caspio to build a custom CRM to streamline operations. Hi, Tim. Thanks for joining. Thank you for allowing me to be on here. Looking forward to hearing your story. So tell us a bit about yourself and your company for people that are watching. Well, um, I work for National Coatings and Supply. We're a national paint distributor. Um, we sell paint all over the country. We've got a lot of locations. Uh, we sell paint to automotive uh, body shops. We, we also sell to industrial clients as well. So we're kind of all over the place. It's kind of a company that's been around since uh, for a while, uh, since the 2000s. And, uh, you know, we're growing leaps and bounds and it's just a very challenging, uh, very challenging environment that we're in. No, I hear you. Tell us a little bit about your role, what you, what you specifically do, Tim. <clears throat> so I'm the executive director of continuous improvement. So what I do is I basically work between all the departments to kind of figure out, you know, where our challenges are and, and smooth things out um, so that, uh, you know, we can do things better and faster, more efficiently. Because in the day and age we're in now, you know, you've got to figure out how to be efficient or you're not going to be in business very long. So uh, that's all I do basically is just find and find and solve problems. <laughs> no, I hear you. So I know this is probably going to stretch your memory a little bit, but what brought you to really think about low code in the first place and what problems were you looking to solve? Well, um, you know, I came from in, in my history going back a lot of uh, a lot of older businesses and not just this one, but others that um, were not really up with technology, um, not on the bleeding edge for sure. And our my industry as a whole, uh, the auto body industry is kind of, uh, people joke, it's kind of still a, a 90s kind of thing because uh, just the, the people in it and the, you know, the, the pe- people that work there and, and the technology, it's just everything is, is kind of a little bit behind the times a little bit, which is a good thing for me because if you're not a smart guy, um, you know, it, it's good to, be able to impress people. So um, we we needed to solve some problems. Our company had, um, and this is several different companies, but this one in particular, uh, we didn't have a, a lot of good ways to manage uh, data. There's a lot of spreadsheets flying around and typically everything we did was a spreadsheet and email. Mm-hmm. And at the point when we started this project, even we didn't even have like an Office 365 type product. We just had literally individual spreadsheets that uh, would be sent from place to place, carrying little packets of data. And, you know, hopefully things linked up right and hopefully they didn't. But we were looking for some um, uh, some solutions that would allow collaboration. So we started down and we basically have pushed everything we've ever engaged with to the end of the rope and broke the string. We started with Google Docs. Um, we transitioned into Smartsheet. We took Smartsheet all the way to the end. I mean, we did some things with Smartsheet that Smartsheet didn't know they could do with Smartsheet. But um, so at the end of the day, we needed something that needed more horsepower because we're literally looking at you know millions of records that we're having to now work with. And as our industry has gotten more complex, our customers have gotten more complex. Our deals have gotten more complex. So we had to have a way to kind of deal with managing all that. And at some point, you know, kind of you just can't do it anymore with a spreadsheet and an email. Yeah. So I mean, we, we found you guys online and 
And, and my, uh, my partner, Nick, he says, wow, we should look at these guys. And I said, okay, whatever, what, what is it? So we started looking and, you know, everything we saw, we were impressed with and, uh, you know, sorry where we're at now. So. No, it's, it's good to hear Tim. And it's, um, I'd be interested to know what the decision criteria is because we're not the only um, low code, no code provider out there. So what was kind of the driving force in you making your decision? Well, at the time, this has been a while back. It's been, I guess, five, five years. years. Yeah. Um, you know, we we saw this as an option. We looked at a couple of others. And I think what really sold us is the people in the conversation. And I remember when I actually signed the deal to, you know, get our initial account, which was literally, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure how much it was. It was it was the smallest one you have. It was a little bitty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, just talking to the guy, he goes, listen, I want to help you solve your problems. And that's the same thing I do for customers. I, I want to try to help them solve their problems. So um, it was really just about that personal approach. And, you know, the first several conversations we have, it was obvious that, that you guys were listening. And you, as you unfolded some of your offerings, professional services has been a huge one for us, um, you know, to help us get where we need to go. And I work with another guy. It's me and another guy. Uh, and uh, he does a lot. Nick Crescione, he, he does a lot of the uh, heavy lifting programming. And I, I kind of draw pretty pictures and cast vision. So we, we kind of work together. It's kind of a symbiotic relationship. Um, so we kind of fell into this. And the, every problem we threw at your team, uh, you know, your team could regurgitate that back to us and say, this is what we heard you say. And and uh, this is how we think we can solve it. And we went, wow, that, that was pretty cool. So um, that's really what sold us from the beginning. I'll be honest with you, we didn't look at very many other low-code providers because we kind of saw what we wanted and, and, we, and we went for it. So um, that's that's kind of where we're at. And you guys have been a great partner. No, thank you for the feedback, Tim. It's um, I think it's, at the end of the day, it's great having a product, but the people that back up that product are really important to make sure that we're helping customers succeed as we go through their, I suppose, delivering their vision. And bringing it to life, really. So um, the other thing I was thinking about is really what um, it'd be good for people to hear about your um, your application. What does it do and who are the end users? Yeah, basically our end users and what we consider is our customer is our field salespeople. Because the field salespeople touch the customer and the customers obviously pay all of our salaries. Um, we This application is basically designed as a, I, I want to say a, a CRM application. Everybody throws these acronyms around, but there's a lot of CRMs out there, customer relations management, like, you know, Salesforce and all these different companies. Everybody's got one. Um, what we built this for was to be something we could be highly customizable because most of the things we looked at when we were talking about, you know, these these really expensive systems is they were like, yeah, they were really expensive and they had these boxes that you had to fit inside of. And that created challenges for us because our business is very different than most. So, um that's kind of where we ended up, but um, the, uh, the the process has been great. No, it's um, it's really interesting. You said it before about when you started with us, what five and a half years ago. You, you chose one of our smallest plans, and now we'll talk about that a little bit later. You've gone to now transitioned to our highest tier plan, our dedicated plan. So we'll talk about that a little bit. But it's interesting because your company's grown so quickly with multiple acquisitions, um, and I suppose like a lot of large organizations out there. Staying on top of these data silos and incorporating multiple workflow issues. There's always things, issues, but especially when companies acquire another company about bringing this all together. I suppose that's your area of expertise. And really, how has Caspio helped you be successful there? 
Well, I mean, you know, just really the, the first thing was is the coaching on, you know, how do you store data? Because, you know, you, you mentioned silos. Yeah. Uh, every company I've ever worked in has had these these silos. I have sales, I have marketing, I have operations. Yeah. And what you normally find is, you know, everybody in those in those silos is very smart and they all want to solve problems and they're all solving the problems a different way. So, for instance, you go and go, hey, can, can I get a list of all your all of our employees? You may get three different lists because there's three different guys maintaining that. Or, hey, can I get your distribution list? Well, maybe there's three different guys maintaining a distribution list. And over time, because people are just creatures of easy, they go, well, hey, I'm, I'm going to use his sheet or his distribution list. And then another guy goes, well, I kind of like this other guy. I'm going to use his sheet or his distribution list. And after that kind of replicates itself, you know, after a while, you end up looking and going, wow, we've got three different companies here. Yeah. Right. So the biggest thing that has helped us is is how to is understanding how to sort store, store data and keeping one version of the truth, because, you know, it's really easy in an environment when everybody has a PC and everybody has a spreadsheet. I want to say the spreadsheet was probably the best thing that ever came along for the planet. And it was also, in some ways, the worst thing that ever came along yeah. from the, for the planet because it gave a lot of people the ability to do a lot of things that looked really cool, pretty charts and graphs, but in the background were just definitely not connected. And one of the things that you know your team kind of helped us do is, is really understand where the home for all our data is. For instance, if you're talking about employee data, you know we use ADP, so that's where the employee data lives. We don't have a separate spreadsheet that we try to manage that says, oh, th these are our people and these are our stores and this is all the stuff. You you put your data in ADP. And a lot of times, you know, these 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 different data sources won't necessarily have all the data you need in them. But what you guys challenge us to do is go back and say, hey, listen, so how much how how can we try to put as much stuff, you know, in the right places that belong so that it's all native? Because the minute you create a cross table, when I'm a cross table, I mean, you have, you know, and your all your employee information in ADP and you have a separate spreadsheet that somebody manages about what stores and all that stuff they belong to. You get opportunities for dysfunction. Right. Yeah. So one of the biggest things we did in the beginning is just really laid this out. It's kind of a funny story. We've I've got a, a barn here that I kind of work in. And when we started this, we stretched um, masking like 36 inch masking paper up on the wall. It was probably 20 feet long. And we built our application before we even started um, with a Sharpie on a big wall, right? But what, what kind of information do we need? We need customer information. What, we need sales information. What does that look like and where do we get it and how do we do it the right way? And structuring the data is probably key. And if I'm just telling anybody that's going to start this process, begin with the end in mind and really understand what data is and and kind of how it works together and, and have a home for everything that's the only home for everything. And that's that was key to our foundation. Is, and we started kind of slow. We did some some small things in the beginning. And, you know, now we're we're, we're really starting to connect the dots and, and pitch overhanded. So it's just been good. I hope that answers your question. But yeah, um, no, it's good. It's um, you actually mentioned professional services at Caspio a few times. And um, majority of our customers that I speak to are not technically minded, especially the contacts that, that we um have a regular um, contact with, but it's it's really around how do you feel as though the professional service team have helped you? Professional service has been amazing for us. Um, you know, again, Nick, um, my guy I work with is he's he's always been very quick to learn, you know, technical kind of stuff. Um, so 
he fell into the low code piece really easy because it was just drag and drop. Mm-hmm. You would take you, you drag your elements in and you make things and you do the joins and about the third or fourth sentence that your guy said when we went to y'all's first meeting, I, I was kind of tuned out because I, that was just not geared that way. But but he has really taken into this and really understands it. And the magic between us is, you know, I've got the industry knowledge and the the background from way back and he does as well, but he's, he's a little younger and I've been able to kind of go, Hey, this is the direction we need to go. And this is why we got to do it. And uh, we argue a lot, but I mean, it works out in the end because at the end of the day, we're both trying to solve a problem for a customer. Yeah. So it's been nice that he's been able to actually build some components and it works really nice with professional services. Cause there's many times that like, for instance, you know, if, if you wanted to sit down with a developer, you would sit down with a white piece of paper and be scared to death because he's thinking about well, what's this thing got to do. Well, what this gives us the ability to do is go in and, and build pieces of it. And I'm just going to tell you, it, it's not for the faint of heart. You, you got to be willing to learn this and do this, but he's done it. And uh, you start building little pieces of it and putting things together. And then he gives us the ability to wireframe off of that. So we, we kind of build, this is what we kind of think it looks like, but it also needs to do that and this. And I have no idea how to do that. When you get to that point, you know, professional services is really your, your, uh, your, your Superman, right? That they, that they wear capes, that they listen to what you say and, and they try to do as much as they can. And we go back and forth with them. We meet with them on a regular basis and we bring them problems and, and they hit it out of the park. Um, so we, uh, we, we do really well with professional service and I would recommend them to, to anybody. Yeah. And maybe you're going to think as a person, Wow, that you know that, that's a lot of money to spend. But if you really look at what starting with a developer is and working for five years, it ended up with something that doesn't work. You're going to come back real quick and figure out the Casper is a great value for the money. It's um, it's interesting what you're saying there, Tim, because I know obviously the professional services team love working with you and Nick as well. Is that because it's just such a transparent relationship and everybody's on the same page with kind of one goal to just get everything that you've been talking about up and running as quickly as possible. So I think it's a great partnership with them with you guys in the professional services team. So just touching on what you said before about um, when you first um, selected Caspio, you had one of the smallest plans that we had available. You've now recently moved to our dedicated um, plan, which is our highest tiered, um, which offers a dedicated infrastructure, higher KPIs and those type of things. What was kind of the driver around that for you to move to the dedicated environment? Well, you, you guys are tricky because you, um, you, um, you help guys solve a lot of problems. And then before you know it, you're looking at this, at this thing and going, wow, this thing's good, but it's also gotten really, really big. And it, it's almost, I almost want to say it's a little like a drug. You, you take a little bit and you're like, wow. And then you just want more. And that's the way my company's been. I'm basically holding my company back going, Hey, listen, so we got these things we're working on and these are other things we need to do. But the, the dedicated platform was great for us because it gave it an unhandcuffed us to be able to say, Hey, I need a 22 million record spreadsheet. Okay. There you go. Plug it in there, start using it. So that was big for us. It was probably the biggest thing is, is really making sure that we could stay on top of performance and do the things that we needed to do. Uh, because, you know, with, with superpowers comes super needs and that's kind of where we had to end up. But, we're really happy so so far with the relationship around the the uh, the, 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 the dedicated plan. So, yeah. no, it's good sorry. to hear. So, for anybody that's watching this, then Tim, um, what advice would you give them if you think if they're thinking about considering low code and even Caspio? Well, like I say, begin with the end in mind. Um, really understand who your customer is and what problem you're trying to solve. 
because it's really easy to, I've worked in, in deals before with other companies where we, we develop things and it's easy to just start making something. And if you don't have a plan and don't have a, a specification that goes, this is really what I want this to do, you're going to end up, you know, going down some dark alleys and hitting some road, some corners. And even us, as much as we plan, there's still things tonight. We're going to have a conversation with, with, with your team about some things that we're like, wow, you know, we didn't think about that. Can you help us? So you want to try to avoid as many of those pitfalls as possible and make sure that your data is super sound and is as virgin as it can be where it resides so that you're using it from the source and not from a translation table or whatever. So begin with the end in mind, really understand data. Um, and then look at, you know, look at your silos because every company, and I don't care how good you are, even the ones that, that have been working on this a long time, still have silos that, that they still have these different people that do these different things that have to connect together. And our experience has been that, that, you know, with, with these different departments is some of them when we're like, we're really working well with them together. And some of them we we're, we're still coming along with, but really what you've got to teach what you what your people have got to understand is that your job is to be there to, to solve a problem and help them, uh, you know, make a, make a difference. One of the challenges we've also had is, well, you know, like for instance, we come up with a new process that basically eliminates 20,000 hours of, uh, of, of labor mm-hmm. a year. And people start thinking, well, that that's my job. I, I you need to stay out of here because this is what I do every day. And, and this is my world. And you got to figure out how to break down or, or understand some of those challenges as well. Um, you know, so that, so that people have a trust that, that, that what you're working toward is going to help and that they're always going to have a place. It's just a matter of if they're doing important work or if they're doing mind numbing work. So th- those kind of things, you know, begin with the end in mind, get your data straight, look at the personnel and people side of it and the silos, understand all that. Um, and then just know that, that data and data is, is actually a currency. And when you, when you can tie data together with a process, it becomes revenue. Yeah. Um, it, it really starts ma- making things move. Um, so that that's probably the best advice I can give anybody is figure out how to solve problems for people. And when you solve one problem, it, it may take a year for you to break the ice with a person and you solve one problem for them. And all of a sudden they're like, Hey, can you help us with this? We're like, well, yeah, I think so. Let me, well, hang on. Let me call Caspio. And then we have another discussion. Then we, well, what do you think of this? And they're like, wow, that's, that's top notch. That that's stuff that would have taken us a long time. And it's just a matter of walking through that process. Cause really the, the programming part of this is the easiest thing. Yeah. Easiest thing. It's, it's really just after that, knowing what you want to do and, and understanding everything that needs to happen and getting people to come along with you. No, it's good feedback for anybody that's thinking about low code. Um, I suppose really my final question is if you had a crystal ball, Tim, um, obviously your company's not slowing down. And I know you and Nick are both not slowing down. How do you see Caspio um, supporting you over the next 12 months and beyond? Um, well, you guys may have to come up with another plan for a bigger, bigger and better thing. I don't know. I mean, I think you guys uh, invented, basically we came on about the time y'all started professional services because we were being hardheaded about, you know, spending a lot of money up front to build an application. He goes, well, we got this plan that you can come in and and you can spend this much a month and, and get to where you want to go. So that, that has been just a blessing for us because it's enabled us to prove our worth within the company because it's hard to get a guy to cut a check for, you know, six figures. But if you can do something smaller, 
and start proving your worth, then it's a lot easier because they, they can see the value. So that's really the, the main thing. And I think the reason most people fail at that development is they start with a programmer that doesn't understand the business. And um, he just knows that X plus Y equals whatever. And having the ability to be able to do this stuff yourself and work alongside of a team that can help, you know, extend your, extend your reach uh, has been super huge for us. No, thanks for sharing that. Um, thank you for your time, Tim. Really appreciate it. Thank you for being a Caspio customer. Um, we really enjoy the partnership and working with your team as well. So thank you for your time, like I say, and um, we'll talk soon. Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. To get more information about our low-code platform, please visit caspio.com and visit our YouTube channel to learn more. Bye for now.